You are now listening to Between Us Girls, the podcast, where we discuss life's fuckeries and then some over wine. Hey, it's Michelle. Uh, this week, I am still working on getting the bag. So I sat down to do an interview with Trey Snatch. And I found him on Instagram through another guy named Mansa Obi. Um, and I just really liked how they kind of help each other, number one. But how they talk about finance and investing, but on a level that is easily understood by people who don't know anything about investing. I know some of you guys were asking me questions about, you know, what the best place is to maybe start your investment or how to do it. So this episode um, would be good for people who maybe don't have a lot of money and they're looking for some way to invest. So pay attention to what he says and also go grab his book it's $12, you guys. It's an ebook on basically turning penny investments into big dollars. So stay tuned for the episode and make sure that you leave a review, share with your friends, and, you know, just maybe send me an email. Let me know how you like it. All right, let's start the show. So my first question is, what's your sign? Pisces. Oh, my goodness. So do you, <laughs> do you feel really sensitive or or I'm is that just like a, I you are? I'm an empath. Okay, yeah, me too. Energy it is makes, my first language before English. Right? Man, it makes it tough too because it's like it's so much. Because I'm just kind of like kind of sort of coming into this new, like I'm just in the middle of my spiritual awakening. You know what I mean? Okay. So I'm kind of struggling with this new self that I am because you know I'm still attached to some people who are used to me being one way and I'm not that way anymore yeah so do you feel like you've had any struggles like just with people expecting you to kind of be uh surface level and you're not yeah survivor's remorse definitely something that I'm just really getting over it now especially uh in my journey to success you know you can't take everybody in you know love or have so such deep connection or at least me have such deep connection with a lot of different people who you know haven't uh blossomed in their time yet or you know come to their awakening whether it's spiritually or whether it's um economically and financially so um you know it can be lonely and it can you know survivor's remorse you know you know kind of getting over that myself right now so yeah, yeah. it's kind of rough. It's been a little bit rough, but you know, hey, only the strong survive. Exactly. And you know, I mean, it's all part of your growth, you know? So that's kind of how I try to look at anything that's hard. Um, but look, tell me what is Black Lotus brand? Black Lotus What's brand. What's it stand for? 
<laughs> Black Lotus brand of lifestyle. So, um, okay, so black is the color of origin, basically. All colors derive out of black. So mm. that's the nucleus. Then the lotus flower is associated with spirituality. So, you know, it's original spirituality, but the pyramids have multiple purposes. You know, as you can see, have they have a pyramid on it as well. So the pyramids mm. had multiple purposes. Um, the One of the purposes were actually to map out the earth. And, yeah. Um, for um, the purpose of merchant services, you know what I mean? So if, you know, we're from, my peoples are from the um, Caribbean, um, Carib and Taino nationality. So mm -hmm. um, if they were going from, let's say, Barbados, where my mom's side is from, to Zimbabwe, let's say, they need to know how far it is and how much provisions would need to be taken in order right. to trade in order to trade. So, you know, they have, you know, plantain there and they're going to trade plantain for, you know, I don't know what they have per se in Zimbabwe. I'm just using an example. Yeah. <laughs> Dyes or coal or something, you know what I'm saying? So they need to know yeah. how much provisions and food they need to take in order to make it there and pro probably make it back and as well as the trade. So that's one of the purposes of the, uh, pyramids were for merchant services so we've been business uh, we've been businessmen and business women and kings and queens uh you know before slavery and uh represents the history before slavery what was taught to us or one of the reasons so that's in culmination of it and um so that's the brand as well as uh creating uh, royalty through financial literacy and um yeah. the lifestyle is just exemplar uh Ex, you know, demonstrating it basically the health and wealth. Okay, I really like that. You know, I was talking to my uh, boyfriend about we were just talking about the pyramids the other day. Like we just have conversations about you know different things and stuff like that. And we were talking about how you know it's used to 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 help us map. You know, there's so there were so many more things that we don't learn, and there's it's just so much. Like if you read, if you go read yourself, your mind is so blown at all the things that you're not taught you know coming up um so what did you do before you taught people how to turn pennies into big dollars <laughs> uh i've lived several lives i've lived about uh, seven lives so i mean okay. i mean i don't know uh where i should begin per se but um i was in um uh, i'll start i'll go backwards from now to backwards opposed to the beginning so before this or coming into this I was in um education so mm. I taught I taught um reading comprehension and I taught uh, literature um I also was an academic advisor at a college um I substitute taught I did tutoring um, so I was in the education field for a while. Um, I created my own curriculum theories and pedagogy of hip hop because I was in the music business or still am, as you can hear uh, yeah. for, for a long time. So um, I taught that um, on the elementary, middle school, high school and collegiate level. I've implemented uh, my curriculum. Um, before that, I was in uh, government. I was working um, as 
you know, customer service uh, for Department of Financial Services. Wow. Okay. So I've done I've done a lot of different things. Yeah, and it sounds like, and this is going to sound so off, but I feel like you're you'll understand what I mean. It sounds like you have a lot of information on how the system works because you know you've spent a lot of time working within it. Absolutely. So, so here's my question. In I, the last uh, interview I had, I asked them this too. So, you know, I have kind of an answer for myself, but I'm going to ask you. So, why do you think they don't teach us about finances, how to earn more, and how to save in school or when we're growing up? Because it's by design. Um, is the slave master going to teach the slave how to overrun the plantation or get off the plantation? Well, then how uh, will the and run? Right, right, right. What's and I, I think it, it is by design. And I think more people need to realize that, you know, because there's so many people who are like, oh, well, we'll never be able to do X, Y, Z. Well, you can, but you have to get aligned with people like yourself you know, who can teach you how to kind of break out of that. Absolutely. Um, I have a bachelor's degree in psychology and I have a master's in business. And mm. um, all it got me was over $100,000 in debt. Right, right, man. When I worked at the Department of Financial Services, it was funny, I just had this conversation yesterday um, with, a client, a friend of mine, but also a client uh, that, you know, they're going through what I was going through, just living check to check, you know, and I mm -hmm. was like, yo, at one point in time, I was working a temp service and then I got the opportunity to work there and have salary and full benefits. And it was a great opportunity and a blessing at the time. It was like the best thing that happened to me at the time. And then I, yeah. had blinked, I blinked and sneezed and I was there for five years. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, yo, uh, I'm living check to check and pay once a month. My wage is getting garnished by student loans. I'm shopping, grocery shopping at the Dollar oh. Tree. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yo, yes. my life story doesn't end like this. You know what I mean? My story doesn't end like this. And um, I quit and um, got into the education. And me quitting was the best thing that happened to me. And it took it took some time for me to find my way or, you know, to learn to create myself. Because I believe that life isn't about finding yourself. It's about creating yourself. So it took yeah. me a while in order for me to understand what I wanted and to create the life that I want. And I'm still in the process of creating that life um, that I want. It's um, it's a journey. You know what I mean? I have mentors who are on their chapter 20. And sometimes it's difficult to compare your chapter okay. two to their chapter 20. But, um, mm -hmm. you know, I'm still I'm still on I'm still on a journey in creating the, the complete lifestyle that I want, because, you know, there are many there are many things that I'm still implementing and still uh, put establishing. And there's many places that I want to go. You know what I mean? I, I've been to four continents, but there are many places that I still want to go and travel. Right, right. So what do you think is the hardest thing about consulting on wealth building to whatever your clients? Um, the mindset. And mm. that's why I do uh, Mind Shameless Club, but I do Mindset. I go live on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Mindset Mondays. Okay. And I go sometime by myself, sometime I have different guests in order to change the mindset because that's what it is. We've been programmed, you know, through school, through 
religion, uh, through the workforce to um, to be programmed with a certain type of mindset. So um, I believe that's the most difficult thing. I think you're right. And I'll say that because, you know, being that I'm in chapter one or two or where, however, it's so difficult for me every day to try to keep the same mindset because I'll fall back into that. Damn, this is bullshit or damn, I'm never going to be, you know what I mean? Like you kind of, you have to go, no, like you have to trick yourself every day until you really believe the new you, you know what I'm saying? And that's so tough. So I think I'm going to check you out. I mean, I want you to plug whatever you have going on. You know, this is for you. It's not necessarily for me. So if you want to say it again, what time you're on? So I can come and look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, 7, 7 p.m. Mondays, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I go live Mindset Mondays and I have different topics. So I'll give you an example. Um, last week, uh, what's today, Thursday, this week, Monday, I spoke on 17 different ways to make your money make money for you. Okay. So um, I began with leveraging credit uh, using it, which carried on from last week where I showed how to take uh, $900 and leverage that into 20,000 of credit and then um, and then take that 20. Well, what are you going to do with that 20,000? Well, you know, I showed then I continued this week with uh, 20,000, 17 different ways where you could put that 20,000 into use of um, ways to make your money make money whether it was getting vending machines uh, um, ATM business uh, renting out equipment like purchasing a truck and having a driver drive it YouTube channels creating a blog site um, and I you know I showed how you can outsource the blog site so you get uh, like a free one page Wix account and then you go to Fiverr and then, you know, you'd have everything. It was about it was about money routes and dojo work. So when I say dojo work, it's the, the research and the due diligence, execution and trial and error behind the things. And also every every way or every money route has a learning curve. So it's best to it's best. find a mentor and or a program to help uh, shorten that learning curve with it. But, for example, um, you could. Google or do some research on the the best the the hottest the hottest ten blog site topics or whatever and so let's yeah. just say it's it's we'll say it's wealth right and then you can create a one page Wix account and uh, go to Fiverr and then outsource the some someone to write the content for you right so you pay them on Fiverr to write the content about wealth. And then you'll pay a virtual assistant to upload that on a weekly basis, let's say. Then you'd pay for SEO traffic to your website and then have affiliate marketing links on your website. And every time somebody purchases something from the website, you get money. So um, it's not passive and it takes a lot of work, but you got 20000 there sitting. So you can pay for your Fiverr content. You can pay for your virtual assistant to do it for you. You can pay for the SEO traffic. And, you know, after a while of, you know, finding that niche for traffic, it will start to pay for itself and you'll be able right. to that debt. You know what I mean? And so yeah. that's just one particular example. But I went from 
to wholesaling to trading in the market, whether it's Forex, cryptocurrency, uh, stocks, futures, commodities. These are all different methods and ways that, you know, you could make your money, make money for you. That's all going to require dojo work. But, you know, and it's different mentors and people who will teach you. So gladly pay them because you just leveraged 900 to 20 grand. So put it to use for you. And these are ways right. that you could get off the plantation. You get where I'm coming oh. from? Yes, because it is, I swear. And, you know, I was just telling somebody that I feel like my department at work, it actually kind of runs just like a plantation. And people don't see that. And I tell them, I'm like, you don't see how, how that just happened? I feel like I'm awake there by myself. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like I need to, that's why I'm trying to get get off. So I started, you know, I started this podcast a couple of years ago. And, you know, we do advertising. And, you know, that's kind of how I monetize right now for, for this show, but I also started my uh, consulting business where I want to take uh, creatives or, you know, people, black business owners, people who want businesses and just help them get started because that's kind of what stops people is, well, I don't know how to do it, but I know you. So if I say, well, if you don't know what to do, let me hook you up with uh, Trey Snatch so that uh, you guys can talk together or you can watch his videos. You know what I mean? Like just kind of the plug to help people get the information that they need because I don't know everything and I know I don't. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm the same way as well. You know what I mean? Um, I bridged the gap from poverty to wealth. Um, but you know, the wise man knows he, he knows nothing at all. So yeah, I know a little drop in the ocean, but you know, I have, I have, you know, some knowledge, but I have no problem referring individuals and, you know, I don't do all of those things. Like I just happen to know that information, done some research and know the information, but you know, you can't do everything. So I'm going down my particular paths, but you know, I have no problem referring people to my mentors, like, you know, hood estates uh, that basically have a mentorship program. That's like real estate college. They also have mm -hmm. a trucking program. Um, you know, there's a lot of different people that I refer to, um, Wall Street trapper when it comes to stocks and, and creating wealth through stocks and things of that nature. So um, my main thing is like stocks credit and I go mm -hmm. into real estate when I have my consultations and stuff like that. But I also have money routes and leverage and credit, but I have no problem referring people to mentors specifically in their particular lanes. You know, I just bridge the gap like, you know, I'm a bridge. Right. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And that's creating royalty through financial literacy. That's what I do. Bridging the gap, creating royalty through financial literacy. So then talk to me a little bit about the book. Dollar Dojo is out right now. If they follow me uh, at Trace Snatch, the link is in my bio. Um, it's just talking about my dojo techniques. And I use that a lot in um, Instagram. I refer finance to martial arts. So it's just mm -hmm. talking about my different dojo techniques on turning your pennies into dollars and purchasing stock assets and um, educating the uh, the people in because uh, um and investing, you know, at the beginner level of investing, I try to meet everybody at their level because I remember when I was working, you know, like I say, at the state and, you know, just was drowning in, in debt and expenses and trying to figure out a way where I couldn't afford where everybody have some pennies. So, you mm -hmm. know, I show up 
you know, you can use your pennies and spare change to start investing in the stock market and start making some leeway. Yeah, because I mean, you're not going to use it. It's just that I have um, like 12 pennies right here. Exactly. Exactly. So that could be put into uh, electronically traded fund, the ETF that would start mm -hmm. you know, making, making uh, your money work for you. You know what I mean? I'm all about teaching about how to make your money, make money for you. Yes. And that's so important. So like, let me ask you, this is kind of off topic, but it's not really. So I know you probably heard about what Aisha Curry said on Red Table Talk. <laughs> Everybody keeps talking about it. But I guess people keep saying that she should be happier basically because she's rich. So do you think that black people have a perception that money always makes you happy? Yes. Yes, we do. You know what I mean? Um, and that's not the case. It's different categories. You have mental health, you have financial wellness, you know what I mean? But just because you have financial wellness or financial freedom doesn't mean that you have emotional happiness, emotional or, you know, um, psychological happiness, you know, and right. everything, everything is a balance. So, you know, uh, happiness and and mental wellness isn't something that's um flat you feel me it's like the stock mm -hmm. market it's volatile you know what i'm saying so yeah. sometimes, sometimes you're happy sometimes you're sad with whatever it may be you know what i mean so uh, nothing stays the same but change right it's always a constant flow because yeah. everything is energy you know, it's just always like nothing is going to be, there's never going to be a, okay, this is it. It's always going to be this way. You know, you kind of always have to be anticipating the next move. And I, I just feel like to, to say that finances and overall happiness are connected, that's so incorrect. It's so inaccurate. That's a fact. That's definitely a fact. You know what I mean? I, I, I really don't. I try my best not to get into social topics and keep it into right. bag because that's what we haven't had for so long. So I, you know, I, right. I tend to look at those type of things as distractions. You know, I keep, yes. my head, I keep my ear to the streets, you know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. I do hear it, but I don't really, you know what I'm saying? Entertain it so much because you know what I mean? At the end of the day, they got it and we still, you know, yeah. People trying to get still, it, you know what I'm saying? Trying to get it, you know what I mean? So I don't, yeah. really, I don't really focus on that. And, you know, we tend to think, you know, these entertainers and celebrities, you know, we look at them and our, as our, we look at the wrong people. Yeah. Role models. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like we look at them opposed to somebody like, um, you know, Ileana Von Zant, who does Help My Life, or yeah. you know, uh, some of these women who is the first NASCAR team owner, or, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? It's women who's breaking grounds in tech. You know, somebody, um, I, I can't think of everybody's name right now. Stacey Tisdale, yeah. the known financial advisor. She was on a breakfast mm -hmm. club. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're looking more at Aisha Curry than Stacey Tisdale. You know right. what I mean? Or like uh, Dana, you know, uh, Dana Chanel? Dana Chanel. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. We're putting more energy into Aisha Curry than Dana Chanel, or or who's happily married and who's very, you know, very wealthy, doing yeah. wonderful 
people in business, creating applications and doing tax businesses, got our own network. You know what I'm saying? Like we need to be looking at, in my opinion, these individuals for assistance and guidance and the go-to opposed to Aisha Curry. I I fully agree with you. I actually reached out to Dana about coming on to talk to me because what I'm trying to do, you know, I'm doing a rebrand now. I kind of was like, well, now I have an opportunity to take the show and do what I want to do with it, which is this, is to teach people about what's really happening and how they can break out of what they think is life. You know, because really what's happening is we're walking on this hamster wheel and everybody's on the wheel. And then there's some people who are falling off and going to do other things, but the distractions keep you focused on bullshit instead of what you're supposed to be looking at, you know? And I, I try to take some of that and say, you guys look at this, look at this. But, and my boyfriend was telling me last night, he said, I feel like you want everybody to be as intelligent or open to learning as you are. And that's kind of my downfall is because I want people so badly to want better for themselves and everybody's not going to get in line. You know what I mean? Yeah. I realized that. Um, and you know, I think you're, it may sound like you're going through a stage that I went through for a while. You know what I mean? Like trying to get everybody. I went on a whole crusade, you know, when I, yeah, <laughs> like literally a whole crusade about this whole wealth and, you know, debt removal and different stuff like that. And, you know, people were looking at me like I had four heads, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, it would be like, uh, I had one individual who was asking me like, yo, is this a scam or is it multi-level uh -huh. marketing or something like that? And I'm like, you talking about debt removal and getting your credit straight. And you know what I mean? Like, I yo, you're literally walking to work. And you're renting. You and you're asking <laughs> Like, you worried about the wrong thing, Playboy. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? Um, and uh, we also think that wealth is attached to liabilities. So, you know, if you don't have flashy liabilities, um, you know, it's not really taken seriously. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, pull out a bezel watch and my jewelry and I could have different automobiles and different stuff like that but guess what I don't have a car payment right you know what I'm saying I right. yeah I have jewels because you know you know I'm a rapper and you know what I'm saying I'm from the hood so you know what I mean I I went and did that I went and have that stuff but I found yeah. myself you know I don't even, I don't even rock it. You know what I'm saying? I got, I be giving away more jewelry and shoes and stuff a lot of times than I keep. Cause it's like, yo, where, where I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like where I'm going to wear it. Like, right. And like, who, who am I, who am I stunting for? You know what I'm saying? Like, who am I stunting for? The people that, that teach me, they're doing it on a whole nother level. You know what I'm saying? Like straight up yachts and, purchasing properties once a week and you know what I'm saying multiple businesses right. like straight up and down like it's the free and they got the uh, business partnered up with their family so their family don't have jobs their family works the business and helps uh, partners and the businesses that they have everybody's eating that's my goal 
you know, that's my goal right now um, to, yeah. to, you know, to be able to partner and or employ, you know, my, my circle um, and give opportunities, you know what I'm saying? Create jobs and opportunities opposed to looking for a job because all I was taught was to uh, have a spotless resume and go beg for a job. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. My goal is to not ever have to use it. Now, don't get me wrong. My degrees are both conferred. I have, you know what I'm saying? I could update resumes and put on a monkey suit. And, you know what I'm saying? Go jig yeah. the master if I need to. But that's the last resort. You know what I mean? That's mm. the last resort. I ain't been on a plantation in a couple of years and I don't plan on going back. You know what I mean? But I don't have a problem if that's what I need to do to feed my daughter, feed my family. Yeah. But, um, you know, that's not the plan. The plan is I homeschool her. And, um, you know, the plan is to to never have to have her have to do the same things that I did because I feel like I wasted a generation. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I decided to, that I was going to start, uh, you know, spending time with my kids just talking about, uh, you know, like real life stuff, you know, because they're kids and if they go to school, they're exposed to people who, you know, don't live the same lifestyle as I, as I live. So, you know, it's like, I'm constantly having to say, well, I know you want to watch YouTube, but what is YouTube talking about? You know, my son's like, uh, well, I'm just, I'm watching waves. I'm like, boy, if you don't figure out how to make some money out of them brushes, like that's what I keep trying to explain to them is like, you have all of this that you're doing and you don't realize how much these things could be setting you up for later, you know, where you won't have to worry about whether or not you uh, gonna pass the star test and all this other stuff, you know, cause we have these standardized tests every year in Texas where the kids have to, they really get stressed about it. They have to, you know, study real hard and they have these uh, courses that they take and then they go take the standardized test and like it's a big deal. Like I think last year he almost threw up before the test. It's a lot of stress on the kids and I think that's why I would really like to homeschool my kids but because I still work, yeah, I'm not able absolutely. to, you know. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I no, I understand. I Like, like you said, um, you know, I have a lot of knowledge about the system because I went through it from the educational system all the way to the master degree um, from working with working for the state for half a decade uh, to the education system, teaching in the school system for uh, I taught for almost another five years from from uh I've done substituting in elementary. It didn't work for me, but the best places that were most comfortable for me uh, was middle school. And so I've taught, substituted middle school and high school and taught middle school and high school. And um, then, like I said, I was an academic advisor for college. So I have, uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm very versed in the, you know what I'm saying? Education system and the workforce, if you will. And I've done, yeah. you know what I'm saying, all type of jobs before that, you know, from every position in the kitchen, uh, you know, sous chef, prep, you know, dishwasher, uh, fryer, you know, pressure clean. I've, I've worked all type of, you know, different jobs. So I'm well familiar. And at this point in my life, um, you know, it's about working smart. 
not working hard. I don't have a problem working hard, but I'm work hard for my family and my own companies and corporations. But, right, you know, rather than work for, for somebody. I'm a work. I work with somebody, but for somebody else, I'm not going to be working hard for a very long time. Right, right. I think that's really important. Well, let me ask you this, and then we'll be finished, and you can go on about your day. <laughs> so, what's the most important thing you've ever learned? Wow. Hmm. <sighs> hmm. That's a good question. That's a good question. You can take um, some time too. Yeah. Cause I look at things in, in different categories. So mm-hmm. it depends on what category you're saying, but I'll probably say that um health is wealth. Mm-hmm. I'll probably say that because if you're not healthy, you know, you can't function on optimal level, whether you're on a plantation or whether you built wealth and you're not around to enjoy it. So I'll say health as well. So I say a lot of the stuff from um, Dr. Sabe, Dr. Sabe, we can't give from an empty cup. Yeah. And, and that's, that's what, I realized and um, you know it just starts with the individual and from the individual then you you know deal with your family and then from there branch off you know Um, and family and relatives are two different things relatives are but family is is people that you have uh, like-mindedness and connection with so a lot of times Mm -hmm. that you'll find support from people who don't know you. That's why um, I really don't operate too much on Facebook like that. Um, mm-hmm. I operate mostly on Instagram is because in my opinion, this and everybody's different in their platform and the way they do things is different. But, you know, uh, Facebook is like too familiar. Like, yeah, I went to high school with you. You don't know me. I've lived seven lives since high school. You don't know me. Like, right. You don't know the new me. And so um, they say nobody supports you like a, a social media friend that you've never met before. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So you're going to find, I found that the people that I've known for years aren't really the ones that support. I mean, they may look in and peek in, but they're not, you know what I'm saying? Potentially supporting. Uh, they're not investing in themselves with consultations. They may not per se purchase the book, um, you know, they may not share the music or stream it or whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? Like you just yeah. uh, shared my my music. You just streamed my music and you shared my music, right? That's right. more support than some people that I've known for 20 years and I greatly appreciate it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so, you know, so I operate on a level of with like-minded individuals. You know what I mean? I found those yeah. individuals through uh, social media. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. And we know each other through Mansa Obi, correct? Yeah, yeah. Shout out Mansa yeah. Obi. You can put that on there. Make sure you put that on there, man. Shout out yeah. Obi. If you purchase the book, uh, uh, he's on the last page. I give him a special shout out because we were talking about uh, my book, Dollar Dojo. It was just the concept 
in the beginning of the year. And he he's one of the people who let me see, help me structure an outline and let me see what's actually possible that I could be an author. And he put, yeah. you know, he put it, uh, the intuition and the put it, helped me to put it into fruition. And, um, uh, you know what I'm saying? His music is awesome. He's brilliant. He helped set up my drop shipping site for my merchandise. Make sure y'all hit the link in the bio, purchase some Black Lotus merchandise. Um, uh, so uh, I have music you could stream. I have music you could purchase. I have merchandise you could purchase. I have a book you could purchase. What I like to tell people is that if you stream music and purchase the merchandise, that's supporting me. But if you purchase the book or per, uh, purchase a consultation, you're investing in yourself. Amen. And actually, I talked to him Monday at four. So he'll be up next behind you. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Brilliant, brilliant individual. Awesome. Yeah. Artist. And um, I greatly appreciate the King, man. I greatly appreciate the King's support. And, um, you know, we, we, we back and forth support all day long. Yeah, definitely. And I'm glad that I connected with you, too, because it's like you said, it's it's all about people who are on the same wavelength as you, you know, and I think, like I said, I'm coming to a place where I'm going to be okay leaving these people behind, you know, kind of not trying to make them come with me, because if they don't want to come, I can't make them. Hey, what what Harriet Tubman say, I freed 100 slaves and would have freed 100 more if they knew they were slaves. You know what I mean? Hey, that is the truest thing. You know what I mean? So, you know, hey, everybody can't go. You feel me? Like uh, Nipsey said, a circle small, everybody can't go. You know, everybody's not going to be able to go. And that's just the truth of the matter. And it's all about mindset. So if they're not willing to invest in themselves, if they're not willing to invest in a mentor, into a program to further their knowledge and then put it into execution, you know, and, and start taking the steps of financial freedom, well, then, you know, leave them there. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. You know, the one of the most discouraging, but but um, actually encouraging things is seeing, and you don't compare yourself to anyone, but, you know, I say, well, dang, if I would have stayed, you know, working at the state, I would have more than likely still been there. Yeah. You know, in the same position, but it took me to take a leap of faith to leave there. And I didn't even have anything um, lined up at the time when I left. But everything, you know, everything kind of worked its way out. And now here I am. You know what I mean? And I'm still moving. So I don't want anybody to think that I'm, oh, I just <laughs> made it. And no, I'm making my way making my way downtown or uptown you know what i'm saying i'm i'm in a journey just as everybody else i just happen to have um the opportunity to have the time to do the dojo work and the research and then have executed some things and and gotten results and now i'm here to share it with the people Amen. I appreciate that. And I can't wait to grab the book. And, you know, when I get it, I'm definitely going to share it on my Instagram. So for sure, for sure. I appreciate that, Queen. Yeah, no doubt. Well, thank you so much for coming on. And um, I will have this ready next Thursday. OK. All right. Definitely tag me in it. You see, I'm going to reshare it and everything. 
Okay, so that was the episode. I um, appreciate you guys staying to listen for it. And yeah, like I said before, just to grab his book, you know, uh, Dollar Dojo, and really get into figuring out which kind of investments are good for you and, you know, how you can change your life. I know for me, uh, this is very important because I have a teenager and, you know, there are things that I have to pay for that, hell, at this point, I have no idea how I'm going to do it. So I'm just going to keep researching and seeing who I can talk to and what kind of information I can find about, you know, learning how to be a financially sound individual, somebody who's, you know, able to live. Okay. So, um, I'll see you guys next week and thanks for listening. Bye. Thank you for joining us on Between Us Girls. But don't keep it a secret. Listen and share with everyone you know. See you next week.